keeping you from being the best you can be. Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Sanicola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, we're going to be talking about love. Love is a word we throw around frequently, but do we really know what it is, what it really means? My guest is Reverend Jeanette Freeman. Reverend Jeanette has been with us before, but I know we have lots of new listeners, so let me tell you a little bit about her. Dr. Jeanette Freeman is an ordained minister and is currently the spiritual director of the Soul Center OC in Newport Beach, California. She is the author of a new book, The Second Envelope, and Why Did This Happen to Me Again, and co-author with Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, and Terry Cole Whitaker of Wake Up and Live the Life You Love in Spirit. She holds a Doctorate of Divinity degree from the Emerson Theological Institute. She previously served as the founding spiritual director of the Oneness Center and for seven years as the founding senior minister of the Church for Today in Fresno, California. She's also served for five years as the president of the Affiliated New Thought Network, a national association for New Thought Ministries. Welcome, Reverend Jeanette. Hello, Linda. How wonderful it is to be with you again. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad to have you back with us. And, you know, as I said, we have lots of new listeners. So I was wondering if maybe you could kind of um, tell us a little bit about your background and your experiences and how you got where you are today. Well, yeah, wonderful that you're having so many new listeners. And, Well, right now, you know, I'm in Newport Beach as the spiritual director of the Soul Center, which is a dream come true to live here right by the Uh ocean, as you know. Right. And, but I got interested in in spirituality in a more universal approach and personal growth probably 30 years ago Mm -hmm. and became just an avid learner just learning as much as I could, but mostly I'm just interested in life and how does it apply in our regular life. It's not practical and bringing us into greater happiness, greater alignment with the greater good, then it's just ideas rolling around. So it's exciting to come talk about love because to me that is the heartbeat of everything that we learn and do, Mm -hmm. and I think that it's just a way to express what's true about us. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and so just a little bit of a background. One of the things, of course, you said my bio, which is um, spiritual community and spiritual leadership and writing. And But one of the things that I learned um, was, you know, the last couple of years in taking off and following the heartbeat of love to, you know, travel by myself for a year and approach the unknown in a way that was very unique, and I've learned a lot about love because I was by myself a lot. Isn't that interesting? It is. It's not what you would typically think, is it? Right, right. So I, you know, pretty much went a year with no personal relationships except for strangers here and there, but I experienced the greatest love ever because I got so much alone time with my divine and my own heart and, you know, being really honest and real with 
what was inside of myself and my own healing and transformational process. So, you know, I think that that's an important part of this whole journey of love is, is really about self-love and accepting all parts of ourselves and awakening to all parts of ourselves, the parts we like and the parts we don't like so much, you know. And I think sometimes I think sometimes that's really the hardest thing is self-love. Absolutely. You know, and and why do you think that's so hard for us? Programming. (laughs) Yeah. Negative limiting beliefs and early experiences. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. When we, we, you know, when you look at how much our lives are affected by our programming, it's kind of scary. You know, it's been said that people, most people are operating consciously about 5% of the time and about 95% of the time running on these old programs, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so we... we don't know what love is. We know what we were taught. We know what we were mirrored, what was mirrored in front of us, and then we began to perceive life through those programmings, right? Right. But eventually we start to grow up into a place of accountability and a place of consciousness or recognition to know, hey, wait a minute, if I keep having these experiences in my outer life that are demonstrating and mirroring to me unlove, and then what is it that I can do to to accept new beliefs and really, you know, some new programming and some new ideas. Mm-hmm. And, and I think people have to um, start by becoming aware that it is possible to do that and that there are these negative beliefs that hold them back, especially for some, from something as powerful as love. And that really is a goal that we should all have to be able to engage in really profound self-love. Right. Right. And talk to us a little bit, if you can, about a new thought. I know there are a lot of people who don't really know what new thought is. Well, New Thought as a, as a category was really started in, you know, the late 1800s in the Transcendental Movement, and, and up until now it's known as an American religion, and basically it comes out of Christianity and it looks at a more universal approach, looking at other world religions, and also modern psychology, and so in a nutshell, New thought is a very positive approach. So begin to realize that my thought begin to create my reality. My beliefs create my reality. And in order to have a new experience, then I need to have some new beliefs. Mm-hmm. So it's a very positive, practical approach to living. And is that also related to science of the mind? Well, yes, yeah, science, science of mind is would be considered in the new thought category. Okay. Because like if new thought is... Or unity, unity mm-hmm. churches or um, science of mind or religious science or centers for spiritual living, all these okay. new type spirituality are in the overall umbrella of new thought. Okay. Okay. So um, is the idea that, you know, essentially love is an energy and love is who we are foundational in that? in that system? Yeah, so in, in New Thought, we believe that, that God, spirit, life, is all there is. We don't try to classify God as one religion or one description of a religion, that, but that God is the very force of love in the universe, that everything 
came out of this presence, everything is a part of this presence, that we are all a part of God, that the infinite wholeness of God is present in each and every human being, no matter who they are, what they are. Mm-hmm. And that we are all a part of that, and our journey is to awaken from our separateness and to recognize that we are one with this presence. We are one with God. So if the if God, Spirit, the Divine, is love, then I believe that that is the very pulse and heartbeat of everything and all creation. If this heartbeat, this pulse, this flavor, if you would, is ultimately love, then it would make sense that every endeavor to awaken to the love that we are, Mm -hmm. every endeavor to come into love, every endeavor to learn to love more purely, every endeavor to love ourselves more, love God more, love love our, our... you know, fellow man more, every endeavor leads us home. So when you take everything else and let it all fall away and you ask what is true, that is one of the things that we know. No matter what religion or no religion, mm-hmm. we know that love alone is the truth. Mm-hmm. And how can I experience more of it? And then I believe that life's journey is really about that. You know, healing the places in us that forgot that we were loved and awakening to that it's like healing the places yeah I like what you said about healing the places within us that forgot exactly yeah 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 Yeah. coming into coming into a remembering of that which is true our own our own being I like love is what you are and so our journey is awakening to the love that we are and that ties into everything. So it's like all of our relationships. How, how do we, we learn to love through relationships? We do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. how we practice. It's easier to love an object, mm-hmm. you know, a person, an object, a pet. That's one of the ways that we practice. We learn to heal by through forgiveness, to heal ourselves, to forgive ourselves, to forgive another. And, um, you know, so through our relationships, through our practices, through our own healing, we are, everything is about bringing us into greater love. And really, those aspects of relationships and forgiveness, those are fundamental in, in community. <laughs> that's that's a, the perfect way to put it, Linda. Fundamental, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're going to be in relationship for any length of time, the issue of forgiveness is surely going to come up. And you know, exactly. you know, there are yeah. plenty of opportunities to practice that for most right. of us. And sometimes it's forgiving the other person, but oftentimes it's forgiving ourselves. Right. right. I mean, yeah. really, in 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 the purest way, our our the appearance of forgiving another so many times is also a signal of forgiving ourselves. Right. Like if we see something in someone else that really, really triggers us and we need to, you know, forgive, we, we might want to look at ourselves to come back into loving ourselves more deeply as well. Right. I, I think almost always we need to start with ourselves mm-hmm. to look and mm-hmm. see, mm-hmm. you know, what is that about? And I spoke recently with, with a, one of my guests who believes that 
um, dis-ease in the body is a result of, uh, at least in part, having disrespectful thoughts towards self or other. It's like if you hold yeah. if you hold that long enough, if you hold those, or if you develop such a negative pattern of disrespecting the self, and certainly disrespecting others, that one of the ways that that is manifest is through physical problems. Exactly. Which, you know, it's pretty powerful, I think. Um, because, I mean, how many of us get through a day without a disrespectful thought? You know, <laughs> it's, it's a challenge. So It is a challenge. Yeah. And um, you, but you can feel it. You know, you, you, can, you can feel the friction or the conflict inside the thought, inside the heart, inside the yeah. body. And, of course, since we're, you know, holistic beings, we cannot separate our thought from our body. Right. Yeah, so. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are getting ready to take a, a short break, and uh, we're going to go to break with a little bit of uh, a reminder from an old Beatles tune that mm. "Love Is All There Is," and we'll all be right. right back with Reverend Jeanette. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. The last time you saw sparkles of life in your day. Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. 
Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody, to our conversation about love with Reverend Jeanette Freeman from the Soul Center Orange County in Newport Beach. And Reverend Jeanette, I wanted to follow up a little bit on the whole idea of community um, because I think, you know, the longer I'm alive, certainly, the more and more and more I appreciate how fundamentally important it is to be with a tribe, with, mm-hmm. with people who who share your values and, and certainly with respect to love. I, I mean, I think we all want to be loved, right? I mean, everybody wants love. Oh, absolutely. Completely. It is. It is exactly what drives us, right? There would, right. There would be... No population. We would all be dead without love. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> inner, inner drive, but community, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I I grew up in a big family, and I grew up in lots of church community and that kind of thing, so it's very natural for me to be in community. Mm-hmm. But if you just, if you look at, uh, it's really easy to, um, um, you know, be spiritual and loving, you know, by yourself, right? Like, <laughs> yes. Save some place. Like, oh wow, I am so loving. But it's like in community and in with other people. Not only do we have greater opportunities to learn forgiveness and acceptance, and you know, rub up against each other. That's what helps polish our heart. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 the sweetness of really beginning to have somebody that witnesses us. Right, that mm-hmm, sees us, mm-hmm. especially in a spiritual community where you're joined by common values, common vision, common um, common goals, but common values. I think it gives us, you know, a place to share our heart more authentically mm-hmm. and honestly. And some people, some people don't have like a close family that shares their, you know, deep spiritual beliefs, so they don't have, you know, a workplace where it shares that. And to be able to come into a sweetness of spiritual community where you have that in common, mm-hmm. it's it can make your your growth exponential. Right. I always like to say, like you can break a one stick, but you tie a whole bunch of sticks together, you can't break them. Right. And so, in community, um, when as one person grows, you grow. You're lifted mm-hmm. up by other people's growth, right. and you're able to to align with their their energy and their growth. You know, so mm-hmm. if I'm in a group of 10 people and 10 people are meditating and really working on themselves and coming into greater love, if I join with that group, now I am 10 times more likely to experience greater um, feelings of love or greater spiritual awakening. If right. I'm doing it by myself, it's much harder. And I think people yes. learn that in group meditation or group in any yes. kind of a group energy. They're lifted up in that energy. Right. I think certainly, I mean, that's been my experience years ago when I first went to a group meditation. The meditation mm-hmm. was scheduled to be much longer than I typically meditate alone for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. was worried about it. I thought, oh, man. But it's so much easier in a group. Because totally of exactly is. what you've described, the group <laughs> energy lifts us all up as we share that. And and I think, um, 
you know, to be, as you said, in a community that has shared values. And when one of those values really truly is love, and they mean it, it's not an empty word, mm-hmm. um, that it's it brings so much uh, power to the growth that people can experience, but also just a deep, deep sense of acceptance. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it it also requires courage, you know. I mean, let's say the spiritual community, for example. I mean, it's it takes dedication and um, commitment to get out of bed, for example, and go there, and you know, show up and contribute, and not just and, and go to bring a part of yourself to that community. Mm-hmm. That's how you know we grow and. And whenever you bring yourself to community and there are other people, there's always a possibility that someone's going to get under your nerves, right? Always a possibility. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's just impossible for that not to happen in some sort of whenever two or more are gathered there, somebody's going to get under your nerves before Mm -hmm. you find love, right? So it's just that it, it helps us grow as human beings to be in community. It helps us get out of our ego, get out of our selfishness. Mm-hmm. and care about somebody else and give service and contribute and be a part of something that grows us and and you know there's we've been living in tribes ever since you know mankind was and why were we in a tribe for survival right like mm-hmm. so physical survival was our was the reason that we're in tribes and i i believe that spiritual survival and and the ability to really grow spiritually in this time of great polarity and just conflict and hard times in order to survive spiritually and let me say let me say thrive in order to thrive spiritually it's the same principle in a tribe we can grow spiritually much quicker than we ever will along that's true. That's certainly true. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes for people I know, it's challenging to find your tribe, you know, to find yeah. your peeps. And, yes. and you know, I think that some sometimes it's made a little bit easier with social media and the Internet and people can find groups of people who are like-minded um, mm-hmm. a little more easier than they could say 10, 15 years ago. But still right. taking that step to, to investigate mm-hmm. because sometimes you might have to try two or three tribes before you realize right. that you found yours. Right. You know, and, and that's, that's a bit of a challenge, I think, for people. Well, and the, the other thing about that is a lot of times it's, it's like one thing to find a tribe. In other words, well, I, I, this could be good, but it doesn't become the tribe unless you spend time there, unless right. you give of yourself there, unless you surrender to the tribe, serve the tribe, be served by the tribe. And that happens, you know, over time. Then it right. becomes a tribe. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I becomes think your times, tribe. It yeah. becomes your tribe, and um, that doesn't happen overnight. And a lot of times, uh, you know, people are isolating. They're, it's it's scary to go out and put yourself out there and get to know new people, and you know, rub up against that. It's mm-hmm. easier to isolate. It's easier just to you know, do your own thing or stay with, you know, a comfort level of who you know. So 
the reward of being in spiritual community or finding a tribe is is a reward that comes from effort and commitment and giving and receiving. I mean, just like any relationship, really. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. it has to sort of start with the idea that I want to seek this. You know, I yeah. want, this is a value that I hold, and I want to actively engage the process of finding this tribe, this community, and, you know, that, of course, is an expression of love, and that leads me to greater love. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, and, and so I guess I, w- I would think that if people are looking to do that, the first step is to open their heart to it. That's what I would say. What what would you say? You know, because they, if they don't yeah. know where to start. The first step would be to want it, right? Like, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Open your heart to it and want it and be open to it and, and ask their own heart, what does it want? You know, what do I want? Where, where, where can I go? What feeds me? And listening to your own heart and, and honoring your own inner voice and your own inner desires. And then, you know, just being willing to, you know, take a risk. Step out a little bit and take a risk and see what happens. And, and sometimes I think it's a matter of maybe even following the breadcrumbs, you know, as you open Absolutely. your heart. And you open your mind, you know, and you're seeking. You don't know necessarily what you're going to find and what direction you're going to go in. But as you trust that you will find the place that's right for you, uh, the you know, you just have to follow the breadcrumbs and what see what doors open, see what pathways become available. And, you know, that's, that's a trusting process in and of itself. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that term, following the breadcrumbs. Yeah, I think, you know. You the know. signs come. We're guided all the time if we keep our eyes open, you know. Mm-hmm. And also, I think, you know, the more that we make a commitment inside of ourselves, like um, in that um, talk a couple of weeks ago, I talked on conform to love. Mm-hmm. And it's like love is there. The infinite heartbeat of the universe is love, and it is constantly calling us, and our surrendered heart that's willing to comply, willing to be guided, willing to conform to love, willing to let love guide us, let love lead us, let love heal us, our willingness to comply and surrender to that guarantees that love starts to show up and guide us and then keep mm-hmm. like keeping our eyes open to those breadcrumbs, whether it's, you know, leading to community or whether it's leading us to express in our work in a way that's more, you know, authentic for us or personal relationships and, and the ability to experience that in personal relationships, whatever it is. I think the first step is always desire and surrender and being willing to be conformed to love like Mm -hmm. love is more powerful than our ego our mind and even our ability to so-called love right right so when something's more powerful then don't we want to surrender to it and let us let it lead and so this idea of being conformed to love is like i'm pliable i'm moldable love show me who i can be show me where to go show me what to do help me to feel with all those places in me that are not open to your love Right, and, and, and 
I know sometimes it's a matter of just getting out of the way. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, get out of the way. way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know we're getting ready to take another short break uh, in just a few seconds here. And once again, we're going to listen to a bit of Love Is All There Is by the Beatles. And we'll be back in just a couple of minutes with my guest, Reverend Jeanette Freeman from Soul Center OC. Be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Are you happy in your life or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you, like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We're talking with Reverend Jeanette Freeman, and we're talking about love and um, and all that that means and all that that entails. And w- one thought that I had, um, Reverend Jeanette, was, you know, as far as the breadcrumbs go, as long mm-hmm. as people's hearts and minds are open and somehow they can follow those crumbs you never know where the crumbs will lead you and I know certainly Mm -hmm. in in my office in my work I have had numerous 
examples and experiences with people who somehow wind up in my office and it's clearly where they need to be, but they get there by the most unusual means, you know, (laughs) and and a a couple of times they've come in because they're lost, but (laughs) somehow it's very clear that even if we just have a 15-minute interaction, that this is where they're supposed to be, and there's a redirection, there's a grounding, there's a something that they need, that they get. And then, you know, sometimes it's a much more extensive uh, contact. But, I mean, I've seen that over and over again, and certainly you must have seen that as well in your, in your oh. experiences as a minister. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. How they people just show up, and um, I, I also think you know, in that talk of form to love, I talked about bona fide being a bona fide love pro, right? Thanks, Chris right. Henry. But uh, you know, this whole idea of bona fide is to me means real. You know, right. mm-hmm. real love. Like that means mm-hmm. that it's not personal. It's like I am being a love pro. So a lot of times, it's not just coming. You know to to the center, it's like everybody that's around, there's people that are coming in and out of our life that we get to be that love pro for them. And it mm-hmm. might just be the grocery store. You know, it might be just right. a, a quick little smile. And it might be just a little conversation. It might be some kind words to a friend that needs it at the time. And so the more that we all just, just can grow and grow our programming and grow our spirituality and grow ourselves to be able to be someone that is the expression of love and isn't constantly just thinking about what we need, but how can I be of, how can I be a loving presence in this moment, right. you know, and share that. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I believe that that stuff is happening all the time. Right. I, 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 I heard, I was listening to a lecture, I think recently, and one of the ideas presented was um, that, you know, in terms of how practically, how do we show up as love? How do, how, what are the steps we take? What do we do to create that? And the idea was look for an opportunity to make someone's day. Mm. And I nice. thought, wow, yeah. yeah, I thought that. And recently I had an experience where someone did something very nice for me. And, and in my mind, it, thing that they didn't have to do and it but it made a real difference for me and I appreciated it and I called to um, leave a message and just say thank you and the lady called me back and explained how I made her day with that call and I was just you know really kind of blown away by that because here she had done this big thing for me but she was so appreciative of a simple phone call mm-hmm. and you know, I think that that we all have opportunities, if we look for them, every day to say, how can I make someone stay? Or as you mentioned, even it's a smile. You don't know that maybe that person hasn't been smiled at in a long time. Right, right. You know, and I think those things are so powerful, and, and, and it's a concrete way that we can look at how do I create love? How do I show up as love in the world? Because I think yeah. a lot of times, you know, like you mentioned, the the overall energy of love, not the warm, fuzzy, touchy-feely that oftentimes people think that's what love is. And not so much. You know? Right. Not so much. Um, 
So, I, I, I like... I, go ahead, I'm sorry. But I, was like, I like the idea of, like, like, resist needing all the planets to align in order to mm-hmm. be love. In other words, like, we're waiting, we're saving ourselves, okay? Right. I'm just saving myself for the one person <laughs> that I can fall in love with, and then I'm going to really, you know, be love. No. Right. no. It's, it's not about that. It's like... How can I be loved now, just for the mm-hmm. sake for the sake of loving? And and I still think it's like practicing. Unless we're completely enlightened and we are love, most of us have forgotten what that is, mm-hmm. and we have so much programming. Like love equals the way it was mirrored to me as a baby, right? Mm-hmm. Love, love. That's what love equals, and so everybody's got this different idea of what that is. But we are able to also practice, you know, I mean, I first talked about surrendering to love, but also it's like making the choice to be in a higher vibration, doing the little things, and like speaking love. I mean, one thing that I've done before is like walk through my day just saying, I love you, I love you, I love you, inside mm-hmm. of my head, right? Like just, I love you, I love you. And then we're in store, wherever I am, I love you, I love you. And it just sets a vibration, you know, people just mm-hmm. feel it. And the, more than how it affects them, it's how it affects me. It shifts me. It, it relaxes me. It heals my breaking heart, you know. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It, it heals me. So what I'm saying over and over inside of myself begins to determine what it is that I'm going to receive back and my perceptions. And so it starts with, you know, this idea of, you know, of, I love you, I love you, or or looking for things to love. Like when we right. go through our lives, how many things are there that we can love, but we instead our head goes to what's not going, and there's traffic, and I've got to wait here, or this didn't go right, or this person said this to me, and this made me upset. Mm-hmm. And so our attention automatically will go to that. But what if, you know, we redirect our attention to just, just look at, you know, Wow, I see a palm tree. Oh, my gosh, how lucky am I to live a place where there's a palm tree. I love palm trees. I love palm trees, you know, right, or whatever right. it is. Whatever like, it is, yeah. Just expanding the energy of love and taking every opportunity to expand the energy of love because, you know, neurologically, what's that doing? It's actually mm-hmm. producing love hormones. Mm-hmm. It's producing mm-hmm. love hormones, you know, dopamine, oxytocin. It's producing those, and the more that we produce those, the more that we'll want those, the more we'll look for opportunities to experience them. So I think the biggest lesson is, like, how can I align with it? How can I make practices to be love? How can I attune to love? How can I live in gratitude? What practices can I do to be this bona fide pro, love pro? What how can I take responsibility to be love in the world? How can I make the choice to do work that I love versus work I hate? How can I make the choice to hang out with people that love me and I love them versus, you know, hang out in, you know, abusive situations? How can I make the little choice to do the things that really open my heart, that I really love, and to honor the places in me that really love something and make those little choices? All those practices bring us into our greater happiness and our greater alignment truly with our own divine. Right. And I I think, you know, just though sometimes if people just start with baby steps and even as Mm -hmm. you said, just to change a thought, you know, to change a thought because as you do that repeatedly, it changes the energy that you bring to a situation. 
And as you change the energy that you bring to a situation, that's when things can really open up. Mm-hmm. And, and it's because, uh, you know, something you said a moment ago about, you know, how we focus on the negative or even I think if we're self-critical, there's so many ways each day that we can break our own hearts. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it's one thing if someone else does something, it's quite another if we break our own hearts because of the unloving thoughts that we send to ourselves, um, mm-hmm. the critical, judgmental, mean-spirited things that we say to ourselves that we'd never say to another human being. Right. So just as as people can take some of those steps towards shifting the thought that you mentioned, that break my own heart tendency diminishes us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love what you do, and you know, some of your tapping work is like going through different things. But then I love that phrase that says, "Although you know, maybe maybe it could be like, although I've you know made this mistake, or although this mm-hmm. happens, I love and approve of myself the way I am." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. it's so healing. It's like I, even though this is going on, which we all mm-hmm. have that, I love and approve of myself. I love mm-hmm. and approve of myself. And, and it's, it's like everybody's got this stuff, you know, right. about. And so many people, so many people get stuck right there. You know, I can see in their eyes, or they'll even shake their head no when they're saying mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Like they're saying, no, I don't. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just tell them, you just do it anyway. You just say it anyway and, you know, mm-hmm. follow the instructions and it will change. And sure enough, it does. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that the idea, I love and accept myself, I approve of myself, meant people get tripped mm-hmm. up on that every time, which is, you know, a... Uh, a statement that reflects how much we all need love in our hearts for ourselves. Right. Well, it's like the powerful practice of, you know, mirror work, of looking deeply into your own eyes in a mirror while you're all by yourself and looking deeply into your eyes and saying, I love you. And most people, when they start to do that practice, they can't do it. It's painful right. to look mm-hmm. in your eyes and just, and you know, tears will come up and all the stuff that is arguing with that will arise. Mm-hmm. And, and the practice of continuing to look in that mirror and I love you no matter what, right here, I love you, I love you, and I, I. And that which refuses to believe will cry, will come up, will be seen. Mm-hmm. And once it's seen and accepted, you know, then we we can peel away to deeper self-love. Right, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, we're going to take a short break, and we will be right back with my guest, Reverend Jeanette Freeman. Awesome. your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. 
Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories resulting in transformed lives. You will learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking about love and the energy in love and what re- what love really is with my guest today, Reverend Jeanette Freeman. And Reverend Jeanette, I'd like to start with, um, once again, thank you for sharing the, the wisdom that you have about this whole process of love and community and spirituality with us today. And thanks for making time for joining us again. Oh, my pleasure, always. And always. Can, um, can you tell people how they can find you? Where where they can can locate you? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, um, soulcenteroc.com is the main website. But one thing I think is great is that the, the YouTube channel, Soul Center OC on YouTube, mm-hmm. has all our Sunday talks. And I'd say go to see Conform to Love, which is mm-hmm. just, you know, exactly on this topic. And... Um, you know, we were talking about tribes. Some people don't have a tribe, right? They don't right. maybe they don't live in a place or have a tribe. A tribe can be two people, right? Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. one thing you could just play a play a YouTube video. That's the beauty. You could live in Timbuktu and play a YouTube video. Maybe have a friend over and then talk about it afterwards, right? right. Or do a meditation together, and mm-hmm. just two or more gathered. There's a tribe that starts, and and when it's kept with you know, if you're pondering a higher thought together, pondering, you know, something, it, it brings in a whole new spirit, right? So mm-hmm. that, right. that's one thing. And um, then also I've got, you know, my personal website, which is JeanetteMarieFreeman.com, J-A-N-E-T-T-E-M-A-R-I-E, Freeman.com. And on there, I would suggest that uh, they look through my CDs because there's a 
beautiful CD that I have. It's called Opening the Heart Meditation. Opening mm-hmm. the Heart Meditation. And I can just scroll through my different CDs. And that is about a 30-minute meditation that really helps to open the energy in the heart. Because mm-hmm. a lot of us with our wounding, the energy is shut down. Mm-hmm. We're afraid to open the energy in the heart because of the pain that's stored there. Right. So uh, listening to this meditation CD over and over and over again can really help to purify the heart, keep opening the heart chakra, bring the love into the heart, breathing through the heart, and you know have the physical body of the breath and the spiritual intention it can really cause a change especially when you do it like every day or do it often Mm -hmm. or you can do it with a group so opening the heart meditation is a very powerful tool that you can sit with and you know they can get it as a download so it's pretty easy Uh Um, you know I like what you said about being able to create your own tribe because one of the things um, that I'm mindful of as I do this show and one of the reasons that I do the show is that I'm well aware I have listeners all over the world and Mm -hmm. not everyone has the ability or they're not in a location where they can go and find like-minded spirits and you know uh, people who share the value values that that they have or that they would like to create so with this with the internet and and with as you said youtube and with the show people can find resources so that they can begin to uh, evaluate and maybe join an existing tribe or they can start their own that's right Right, and that's so powerful to just to just realize, okay, I'm going to put myself out there in that way, even if it's from my home and I'm the only one sitting here, that it's possible yeah. to do. Yeah. Especially that, you know, mm-hmm. especially that. Just one person that's in alignment and you study a book together, right? Right. Or right. You, you dedicate the time that you're together with actually doing a practice or talking about a book or talking about something like this and bring your attention into a higher conversation can be a right. very powerful um, practice. Right, and I know um, in my um, my coaching and tapping practice, I Skype with people all over the world. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, that's a wonderful tool to be, and, and, you know, you feel like you're with the person, you, you know, you're not there physically, but certainly as a way to meditate together, as a way to study together, um, and a way to be joined in spirit, that that's um, an option that exists for people. I know, it is, it's so great, isn't it? I know I've been really through Skype too, and it's like, it's like you're there, you can feel mm-hmm. each other, you can feel that the spirit is there, and it's just, mm-hmm. you know, amazing. Right, right, right. Yeah. I think it's really a, an amazing thing. I mean, when technology works, it really works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, as witnessed, here yeah. we are. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so sure. do you have any any um, sort of final ideas to share with li- my listeners about what love is and maybe the energy of love? What, what, what else would you like to take a couple of minutes and share with people? I think... I I love the idea of just making the intention to be the world's greatest lover. Mm. And when you think about the world's greatest lover, you know, like that movie, Don Juan DeMarco, it's like the world's greatest lover changes the whole vibration. When you're with somebody that's a great lover, and you know what I mean, that's just, Mm -hmm. you know, is love, 
you feel better about yourself. You feel loved in their presence. You feel inspired in their presence. And don't we want to be that? I think it's a beautiful goal to want to be, you know, that bona fide lover, that that love pro, the world's greatest lover, that I, I am that. And people are shifted in that. And then I also want to say this, that all of us, I think, want to be that. And sometimes we don't feel like that because of the woundings that we have. But love doesn't require us not to have wounding. We all have woundings. Love right. requires us to be in the middle of our wounds, to embrace the middle of them and know that that's just a wound. That love, which is the heartbeat of the universe, is not limited by our wounded egos and our wounds. And love is more powerful than that. And so even in the midst of our our pain, our sadness, our anger, we can still breathe through that and accept that that's happening now and still be the world's greatest lover because our intention is to align with that love that we are. Right, right. absolutely. That's um, beautiful and well well said. That, And sometimes I think even even with our wounding, in spite of our wounding, it it's possible to share that loving energy with people and then it there's a feedback loop that operates for both sides you know and the person mm-hmm. that's on the receiving end certainly is better off and then you feel better mm-hmm. and uplifted as you've shared that so i think yeah. you know, it's pretty powerful so once mm-hmm. again, I thank you for uh, joining us today. It's been a pleasure once again, and um, I'm sure we'll we'll uh, have a chance to visit again in the future, Reverend Jeanette. I hope so. I always enjoy spending time with you, Linda. Thank you so much. Thank you, and I hope you will all join me next week when I'll be joined by Dr. Karen Can, a holistic physician and acupuncturist who will be teaching us how to heal chronic pain and talking about her book, which is called Healing Chronic Pain. Please remember to check out and like my Facebook page for the show, which is Dr. Linda Sanicola. And if you have a minute, let me know what your takeaway message from the show was. And I leave you today with the words of Gary Zukoff. Eventually, you will come to understand that love heals everything and love is all there is. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening. Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola can be heard each Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week.